Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're still celebrating our birthday month, I guess, in a way, although the birthday month is technically over. So hopefully you cashed in on that uh, annual Patreon membership and got two months free. But we are talking about the second part of WCW Saturday Night on TBS from December the 21st, 1991. I am sitting here with me and Mike Crockett. Hopper is running late. He did text me, so, you know, at least he said he would be late. We hope he makes it before we're done, but at least he texted me. And before I ask Crockett how he's doing, special shout-out to our big-time patron contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Children, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every week or each and every month. Uh, you're basically the sponsors of this show because we don't run ads, and that's the drill here. Um, Crockett, let me go to you. How goes it, man? This is another week in the saddle. Yeah, um, two in a row. It's uh, it's definitely a record. Um, uh, sorry to hear about Doc that he's dying of long COVID, but we'll we'll uh, you know keep in our thoughts and prayers. Well, he's not dying of long COVID, but he is dying of kids soccer, kids end oh. of school activities, and many other shenanigans that he is involved in. Um, he is absolutely nuts. I get wanting to be father of the decade, but man, I, this dude's schedule on the weekends and the amount of money he is putting out for select soccer. Um, I mean, I couldn't afford it. I could tell you that much. We played, we played city ball when my kids were younger. They were playing in the park leagues, which are the cheap I mean even that is not cheap these days but he is in this select stuff and I just hope one of these kids turns into Pele or something or, or <laughs> and, and goes pro because the amount of money and time he is spending on the soccer fields lately is it's a miracle he was doing the shows before this but uh he he is supposed to be back next week uh for the record he he did say that he he wanted me to thank Crockett but then he was also acting miserable about not being able to make it, and he was being a curmudgeon. So anyway. Okay, I must um, have heard you wrong. I guess he just only wanted to be dying of long COVID. Probably, although of the three of us, I'm the one who had the worst bout with COVID. I didn't get to the hospital or nothing, but, well, it knocked me on my ass. That fever was a son of a gun. It, yeah, it, 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 it was it rough. Me pretty good. I had, it, I had it once or twice, too. <laughs> 
Did did you get the rough? Did you get the fever with it, or do you, I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. realize you had a rough bout fever, with it? Vomiting, just yeah, it was. Oh, okay, rough few days. I didn't, I didn't have the vomiting. Just the, I had that hellacious fever and like body aches and the fever, and I had the sorest throat I've ever had in my life. And uh, boy, it just wouldn't go away. And finally, it did, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna live. And that was a good feeling knowing that. But anyway, um. Crockett, before I get into uh, rolling uh, into the show and different things, I did want to ask you, um, we talked about doing Heroes of Wrestling the last time you were on, I think it was when you did the patron show last, actually, not on this show. And then Hopper said he was going to join us. So after we record this, we got to figure out when we can watch Heroes and do the patron show for all the patrons who want to listen to the uh, Heroes review. So uh, you down for that still? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, if this is winding down and Doc's really coming back, uh, I guess I might have some free time. You have some free time to watch some wrestling now. And I, some folks on the Facebook group are saying, oh, okay, you know, got to have Harper there. Well, he did say he would be there, Crockett, but you responded on the Facebook group saying something also. Yeah, just, I mean, it depends on if he has to take a shit or not. It, yeah. All up to his colon at this point. Oh, it's all up to his colon. Um, it is all up to his colon. But, hey, there are some barn burner matches in just bullshit on that pay-per-view. And I honestly don't know if Hopper's ever seen it. I know you haven't because you did tell me that. But I don't know if he's ever seen it, which that might make it even better because I can just kind of hear him going off on Jake and a few other things in that. Just rather terrible pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Yeah, just just looking down. I mean, speaking of vomit, just looking down the lineup just makes you want to vomit some of these matches they got on the card. It's, I can't imagine what it's going to be like to actually see it. I, I, again, Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov with Iron Sheik but not being able to move was just something else. Uh, just very That was very memorable to me. So, yeah, there was a boy... That card was trash. I think actually Joe Murata and Michael Quinn covered it on OVP at one point. I think I believe they, they did, yeah. Yeah, I think they did. Because I remember I had sent, this is in the early years of OVP, I sent Joe a note about it. I was like, man, um, the word was they papered it too. Like, I don't think they sold all those tickets. Those people that were in there, I believe it was papered. Um, at least that's what was reported at the time. Who knows if that's? I really have true. to imagine. I mean, they they don't. It's not a TV product. It's just kind of like a one-off pay-per-view out of nowhere. You have to imagine that they kind of do a few tricks to get some people in there. Yeah, yeah, highly likely. I guess that could be true. All right. Well, so we will get that on the Patreon schedule soon. I uh, can't promise when, but it will happen. Uh, we we've also got uh, Dark Side of the Ring starting up this week. So Doc and I, I'm sure, we'll have to figure out. You know, if we're going to, which one of those we'll review. I definitely want to do the Chris Candido episode and I guess Tammy, although I was listening to something today that really made it sound like it was going to focus on Chris. So I hope that's the case because Tammy's a train wreck and I don't know if I really want to hear about her. Um, Five star reviews, a couple of them here. So first two I'm going to read are from Podcast Attic. And the first one is from In Stereo 42. I think this is the second one he's left, but it popped up again, so I'm going to read it from 517 of 2023. 
Would give a Meltzer seven stars if I could. Found this podcast when listening to old JC podcasts. Uh, Jim Cornette, that is. Excellent Smoky Mountain shows. Now starting on the WCW shows from 2017. So that would be when we were in 1985. Quality comedy and one-liners. Non-PC is all good. I enjoy hearing from people who uh, enjoy the fact that we don't pull punches. So thank you very much. Remember way back then, 1985, when they had good promos and short matches. (laughs) It's insane to see the evolution of this shit. How how they've (laughs) they've they've gone from like in all actuality, the matches. There are some better matches, I think. Well, I don't know. Because I can look back at in 86 when they were in the different arenas throughout the Crockett territory when they were filming the Saturday nights there. And there were some hell of five matches on those. But, man, I, I don't know at what point. Well, I, I know at what point. I mean, uh, Jim Hurd didn't he didn't like the, the promos. But, man, they went from eight promos a week to two if you're lucky. Um, and we're talking eight bangers every week, it seemed. But whatever. Okay, let's continue. Wayne Wallace four zero or zero four zero five says, downloaded the podcast attic app just to leave this review. I'm a Mid South Pod fan who checked out BTT at the suggestion of Mike, and I've been a proud Army member ever since. I hopped in on the tail end of '88 and have loved all the flips and dives on the road to Starcade '91. '91 is the year I was born. Man, this guy makes me feel old. Uh, But I appreciate it, Wayne. (laughs) 91 is the year I was born, and I love hearing about all the happenings of this era. Thanks to to the Real Six Man Champs for educating my generation on good old Southern wrestling. Looking forward to starting the Smoky Mountain Run as well. Uh, Wayne interacted with me on Twitter. So thank you, Wayne. This was a really good review. You make me feel old being born in 91. I can tell you that much. Uh, Boy, I'm almost two decades before you, so uh, I salute, man. You were born in 91. Holy crap. Anyway, I always (laughs) like when... Dying for Mid-South content and just couldn't go without hearing your voice, so we had to seek you out. Good for him. You you said, like, weeks and weeks ago on the Patreon show, every time you make a joke of the Mid-South show, it comes out. Well, it didn't happen this time, Crockett. I just wanted to make that note, make that be known. You know what I mean? I'm trying again. Give it one more shot. I don't know. Yeah. Give it one more shot. So, yeah, Wayne, look, there's plenty of here, plenty here for you uh, since the uh, Mid-South show doesn't come out regularly uh, as of right now. Um, Jeremy Bryant on uh, Apple Podcasts, a wrestling podcast like no other. The BTT podcast continues to be one of the one of the wrestling podcasts I listen to, despite my waning interest in most wrestling podcasts. As you know, the podcast world is flooded with many shows, but you guys bring the entertainment weekly. I've been listening since the beginning, and I'm thankful for the many laughs. JB has been listening to the begin since the beginning. I, I remember first interacting with him on Twitter back in 15 and 16, so he's he's been with us for a while. There's been some fun trips down memory lane. You all keep me company during some insane work days. I may have been a poor kid who grew up in the Appalachia. I spent my teen years at tons of Smoky Mountain shows, but FYI, Doc, I wasn't one of the mutants you made fun of continually in Smoky Mountain. (laughs) Proud of my mountain roots, but managed to garner two master's degrees. Sorry, no time to work on that PhD yet, Doc. 
Thanks, Mike, Doc, and Harper for your continued work to share the old school wrestling with the world. Uh, don't worry, JB, uh, about that PhD. Two masters is a hell of an accomplishment. You couldn't pay me right now to go back to school uh, and get a master's degree. I, I, my brain can't handle it. I'm too dumb. You know what I mean, Crockett? Oh, believe me, I know. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being in school right now, like trying to learn some shit that you don't care about? No, and I'm gonna have to go through it again when my you know kid starts school. I'm gonna have to learn all the stuff all over again and try to act like I know what I'm talking about when I'm trying to help him with homework. Bless your heart, man. I remember those <laughs> days. I was like, Jesus Lord, how do y'all do this math? That's not how you do it. It's done a little bit differently. My generation, no, this is I. Like, I hate saying this because I'm going to sound old, but whatever that new math is, how they do it, that ain't how I was taught. So that's that's the rough part. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the new division. Yeah, I've, I'm completely clueless when it comes to that. Oh, God, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. It's the worst. All right, Crockett, anything else before we get into um, the second part of December 21st? No, I guess no Harper. I guess we just got to go for it. Yeah, he, he, he did say he was going to be about 30 minutes late. So I guess we're close to 10 minutes in now or so. So we'll see what that means. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um. Again, he said he was going to be here, but I've had him text me before. I'm going to be there. And I'll give you an example. One night, Doc and I were starting at 7. Harper was supposed to be there. He said, all right, I'm running 30 minutes late. At 8.50. Now, we started at 7. At 8.50, almost two hours in, he's like, all right, I'm on. And we had just hung up. <laughs> like, Harper, we're done. Oh, I didn't realize it. Dude, it's two hours past. I'm not mad at him. I, he got caught at work. I was just like, I was like, man, we're done. You know? Uh, so anyway. All it's right. part of the but charm. It's part of the charm, man. He, but hopefully he will be here. and We can uh, get this puppy going. Uh, all right, so I'm jumping into December the 21st. This is part two. So last week we left off Crockett with, wasn't it Arachnaman? Wasn't it that Yeah, match? a main event so, anywhere in the country. Main event anywhere in the country as he shot the webs out of his hands. Uh, so this week's taping, again, this, is, this was taped on December 9th of 91. 575 people in attendance and uh, in center stage. Uh, we picked back up with several clips of Lex Luger and Rick Steiner. They show this because Christmas night there will be a rematch between Rick Steiner and the world champion Lex Luger. So they want to build that up, and that's why they're showing all these clips of Steiner and Luger because they kind of were in a feud for a little while. Um, this is not Starcade. Starcade is on the 29th. So, but Christmas night there was a quote unquote big show uh, at the Omni uh, on Christmas night. So um, we're just trying to build that up. That show. For the record, for anybody out there who'd like to know, it was it had a reported 3,600 people in attendance, and Luger did win by pin. For those wondering, uh, luckily, you know we have this glorious thing called the internet where I was able to uh, look that up. I didn't see the footage from it, but I was able to look up that Luger did win. Um, also on Christmas night, uh, Juice and Thunder Liger is battling Pillman for the light heavyweight title as well. So, you know. Um, Good stuff going on on Christmas night. And I, I don't, Doc would hate this, but I get it here. They're showing these clips because we got to build up. Hey, we're having a big rematch on Christmas night. Now, I don't think anybody thought Steiner was going to win. But then again, back then, maybe you did. And maybe that made you want to go on Christmas night. I don't know. What do you think, Rocket? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we watch this in two parts, obviously, but the second part, there's barely a mention that the second half of the show of the pay per view in in a week. This is all like it's all major push to the uh, Christmas night show at the Omni. So uh, I mean, you got to try to get people in the building. They they thought of it as the Madison Square Garden of the South. They're trying to push it that way, get everybody to go to the Omni, but at the expense of their pay per view. I think in in some in some instances. Yeah, you know they they did sh- right before they go to this series of replays. Just so you know, Wait, they watch did this. Show- watch, watch it get spiked. <laughs> yes. So we reviewed that when that happened, um, when uh, Mr. Hughes got got Frankensteinered by Scott. Um, he just doesn't um, rotate over all the way. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, there's like a very small, I think, subsection of people that take that Frankensteiner well. I remember in like uh, the um, when they were doing jobs, when they're doing the squash matches in WWF, they were like, like they wrestled Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy, you know, the future Gilberg. They wrestled yeah. them like 15 different times in squash matches because one of those two could take the Frankensteiner well. They they put them under masks as the executioners. They'd have them different combinations. But I remember like Bo Bo Beverly also could take it very well. So they'd have him wear masks and be and be a job guy because a lot of people take that either incorrectly or they they you know they jump too early, too late, they get spiked on their head. But yeah, there seems to be like a very difficult learning curve for the Frankensteiner. It's all about timing and, and just taking that front flip the right way. Um, yeah. It's funny because I see people, you know how Twitter is and the internet is. I see people go, oh, look, he's dangerous. I'm like, Steiner, like his only job is to get his legs up and rotate over. It's the, like, he's not lifting anyone there. It's on the person taking it to get over and take it right. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just It's just a matter of, yeah timing your your bump and i guess it's pretty difficult to do it seems from all the different ways people have taken it wrong over the years yeah you you just gotta like if you i watched this a bunch of times when we reviewed it and uh, you know seeing it again here he Hughes just doesn't he doesn't rotate over he as he's going over and I, you know it's just one of those things i, I do realize you got to get the timing down on it if it's your first time you're not going to get over i mean some people will but you know, it doesn't look as smooth. Um, Killer Kyle or Mark Kyle, he the way Hughes just took it, he took it the exact same way on an episode of Saturday Night that we reviewed. Like he just <laughs> he landed Spike right on, on his head. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It, it actually like from a perspective of when you're watching wrestling, it actually looks. I guess it doesn't look as smooth, but it looks more devastating. Oh yeah, like, like a when DDT, they yeah 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 because it's like it looks like a man is getting spiked on his head. Um, so, but to the point you made, it's some guys just, some guys couldn't take it good and other guys, man, it, it looked like a million bucks. So I even think we, I even think Dutch took it once and didn't take it too good. Um, am I thinking of someone else? But I think it was Dutch. I think it was right before the Desperados or a month or two before. Um, it feels like it was before that, but I, now I don't remember. Uh, Dutch and the Desperados, Jesus. I, I asked him about it on Twitter, and um, I said, "Dutch, what do you think about Desperados?" And you know, he he said, "Dead on arrival," and that was his only comment. <laughs> <laughs> Mister um, Hughes here too, just bumping like a cruiserweight for the Steiners. This whole this whole video package. It's amazing. Yeah, it, this was another one that when we reviewed it, we extensively talked about it, and I remember uh, 
numerous people on Twitter were like, man, y'all are right. Hughes is a bumping big man. I mean, look at him. He's just, look at that. That's, <laughs> uh, that's just, just in time there. He well, that's what makes it look so great. He takes that backdrop and it's like, he tucks his head just at the last minute to take that bump. And then right here, even this bulldog's like, boom. I mean, he's, he just was bumping his ass off for the Steiners in these, uh, these matches. He really looked good. Um, but back to Christmas night. So yeah, I was saying like they, they, they do the Yomni on Christmas night, December 25th of, uh, a 91, only 3,600 people there. So, you know, like you said, they're really, they're just plugging this now, right before, they went to this video package with all these replays of Luger and Steiner. They did show an ad for Battle Bowl, but it felt like uh, from this point, I think you're right. They're doing a lot of plugging of of Christmas night. They want to make sure they get that in. Yeah, um, is thirty six hundred. That's that's low. What's what's capacity and what's like the average? Do you know? Well, average of when it just depends on time frame. Yeah, because I mean, you know average during this time i mean i've looked at many results from this time period and i mean they they would do 2500 3, 3, i mean they'd have some where they were more than that but they're not they're not selling it out during this they're not even coming close to selling out you know fifteen thousand or whatever it was during this time they weren't getting close it just it just wasn't happening and yeah. a lot of them too like i, I know you know I, I don't have the all the results up in front of me but You'd see Omni cards and, you know, they'd uh, kid get in free or and it wasn't just the Omni. They were doing it at just different places. Um, you know, they, they'd run some kind of special. You know what I mean? One adult ticket gets uh, two kids in free, you know, like shit like that they were doing. Right. But um, they're just it's, just it's just not the good old days right now, you know. So that, no, that's it that. is not. Yeah, we've uh, we've run past that, unfortunately. Um. There was something on that card that I wanted to read. Uh, which what was it? Oh, um, on the Christmas night card, there was a world tag title match. Steamboat and Rhodes did defeat Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton in a best two out of three falls match. Uh, they went over thirty four minutes uh, from what I from what I looked up, and, and of course, Luger pinned Rick Steiner. It was a quick match. Uh, the history of WWE.com says an eight minute match. So there's that. They didn't. They didn't go for too long. The tag match, it seemed to be the main event because they went much, much, much longer. And Liger, I don't know if I should give these results now. Um, yeah, I'll wait. Ah, fuck it. It's 30 plus years. <laughs> Liger pinned Pillman to win the uh, light heavyweight title. So there's that. Really? That, that was his debut, right? No, 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 no. Because they, they, um, they, well, the way Jim Ross is talking, talking on this show he's well, saying like oh this is he's but, hitting the is this is a u.s tour his first stop on the u.s tour so he he was been in before but this is just the his first uh match back yeah yeah i mean we've see this is where it gets confusing because we've seen him we've seen a million video packages of him so he's yeah. been he's been on tv a million times at this point um I guess is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yeah, like but this they, is his they, first uh, stateside match for WCW. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, because I think they they sh he wrestled in WCW shows, but it was in Japan. Does that yeah. make sense? So yep. okay, if you're stateside, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. 
Makes sense. All right. Um, anything else from all those millions and millions of replays, Crockett? <laughs> no, I think we got to get on to this next barn burner of a match. Yeah, I think we saw like 10 minutes worth of replays, man. It was um, it was, it was was nuts. It Two and a half hour early. show, man. Two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, all these replays, man. All right, so we go to uh, a barn burner of a match. I'm not trying to be funny here. Maybe I am. Diamond Dallas Page versus uh, who's from the Diamond Mine, as yes. we've come to find out. And unfortunately, Doc and Harper aren't here. Because I was going to throw to those two nasty-minded bastards and say, okay, let's hear your thoughts on the uh, diamond doll that Paige is coming out with. So do you have any uh, un-Catholic comments, Harper? I mean, uh, Crockett? She is, is top tier. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you like she that, is huh? top of the line, man. Look at – I mean, usually you think in this area you have the, the big, um, you know, hair sprayed up, poofy hair and stuff like that. This this – this is a classy woman right here. That's an astute observation. You're right. She does not have the beehive. Uh, she does not have a can of hairspray emptied on her hair. It's, I mean, she's got some hairspray in it because it's not moving a lot, but it's definitely not what we've seen from some of these diamond dolls, for sure. Some of these, yeah, harlots, yeah. Oh, my God. Some of the ones we've seen, um, you know, they've been pieces of work. Let's say that there was one of them. We're pretty sure she was high and drunk the way she was acting on TV, the way she, the look she was given page and she just, she couldn't stay still. I mean, she gave all the signs of somebody just overly amped up on some substances. I wouldn't have done pastor. Not that I've done substances, but I watch a lot of on patrol live and live PD. And boy, I see my fair share of people on, cocaine and crack and numerous other stuff yeah not to mention i've seen my father-in-law time or two um Ooh. yeah all right let me keep, keep the moving. voice down there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man all right um let me see what you have from this five-star matt classic between diamond dallas page and an old uh smoky mountain veteran johnny rich johnny rich from the cradle of the confederacy montgomery alabama yeah, imagine if they said that now on TV. <laughs> God. Well, let me let me tell you how this went. Uh, I, I, I started taking my notes saying, you know, Diamond Dallas Page, he's like four months into his in-ring career. And for four months, he's not bad at all. It's a good sequence with hip tosses and arm drags. And then just as I wrote that, uh, I got a timestamp here at one thirty ten is the beginning of the end. The, okay. Is it the, uh, is it a botch? Um, here we go. One thirty ten. Here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want, uh, look, Doc and Harper usually make me explain what happens. You explain what we just saw when Diamond Dallas Page, Irish whips Rich into the ropes. Yeah, DDP <laughs> whips him into the ropes. He comes back, and I don't know if it's because... He's throwing a lefty line. He's throwing the, the clothesline with the left hand that Johnny Rich is confused or they didn't he didn't know what he was calling. But he throws the the line left handed and it kind of wraps around Johnny Rich's forehead. He doesn't budge. And then DDP ends up just kind of like wrestling him down and almost cradling his head and going for the pin. It was very awkward looking. And the first of uh, yeah, this match from here just kind of falls apart. Uh, when he goes down to pin him, 
you can tell he's apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> you see when he's I mean, I'm going to make that assumption that he's, man, I'm sorry, brother. You know, you know, you've yeah. been in the ring. My bad, I mean, the format to, to be learning kind of uh, on TV, it, it's, it was, it, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough at the beginning, but yeah, now they're going back to the headlock, the uh, chin lock. Let's get back on the same page. Let's figure out what we're doing. So that's kind of what's happening here. And uh, I don't think they really ever get back on the same page. No, I don't think they do either. Um, it's you know back then you could do this though. They guys would be on TV all the time with no experience. I mean you they ne- you'd never see this now, but yeah, you, yeah. You, usually, a lot of times the old uh, the old shows used to talk about uh, at Techwood, it'd be the the job guys look like they were walked in off the street. Dude, but- <laughs> there were guys that I'm pretty certain for a fact they hadn't even taken a bump before. I mean, yeah, they yeah, couldn't even just... take. That's the easiest thing. That, well, I say it's the easiest thing to learn. What I mean is, you're just falling backwards. Now, there's an art to making it look good or terrible, but like you're not doing anything. <laughs> and there's guys who they they can't even fall backwards. They're just bumping on their ass. Like it's like, okay, you 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 never did that before, did you? At least that's that was my take sometimes. Not always. There comes sometimes. a weird back body drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh Johnny Rich shoots off Paige into the ropes and I've not seen many people do this before. Paige like goes sideways like he's um on the back I don't know how to yeah, it looks like it. looks like maybe one of his hand maybe one of his hands slips off his his shoulders, yeah. but but yeah, he mm-hmm. kind of like does like a little sidewinder off the uh, back body drop. Thankfully, he lands on his back. It doesn't like you know land on his head or anything. But yeah, yeah, it's this. It, it looks. I, I can't tell who's like more upset during this whole thing, DDP or Johnny Rich. But this is there's a weird, awkward uh, elbow that and it's like too close to the ropes. So DDP almost like bumps into the ropes. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Johnny's the seasoned veteran here. I mean, he's. Yeah, maybe you it's know. a thing where like DDP's trying to call it and doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So here we go. <laughs> that again. was the one I had. That was the one I had. I don't know what was called, but Johnny Rich <laughs> Irish whips DDP, and Johnny goes for, I guess, a drop kick, and I don't know what the hell happened. DDP. Maybe maybe DDP was supposed to hold onto the ropes, and you know. But he doesn't, and he comes towards it, and, and like DDP just kind of like takes like one boot to the chest and doesn't really sell it, and then Johnny Rich is like, "What? What the fuck?" and falls, and then they go into a whole thing. Like, yeah, and here's the finish: a terrible Russian leg sweep. And yeah. speaking of terrible, yeah, watch this knee drop off the top rope. This shin drop. <laughs> shin drop. Man, <laughs> I would toe not drop. <laughs> like hits him with the toe of his boot. Yeah, it's a good thing he changed his finisher to the diamond cutter because uh, DDP on December twenty first, nineteen ninety one, did not look all that great in the ring. But uh, he wins. I guess that's a more important thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you never see a winner leave more quickly. <laughs> that's not He's out of there, dude. He's like, fuck this, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, he's like best part of the match fuck. with the diamond doll. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm getting the hell out of here, man. Screw this. <laughs> All right. So uh, Wikipedia, well, too, uh, says that this was DDP's first ever singles win. Oh, okay. I did not realize that. Um, 
We've yeah, seen him so. wrestle before, but this was his first singles win. That's what it says, according to Wikipedia. Um, maybe he was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, congratulations, DDP, on your first win. Let's now go to the Young Pistols. They have something to say uh, as we uh, head into a match with them and the Patriots where the losing team can't wrestle on TBS for 60 days. Here is their promo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here with the new United States Tag Team Champions. And if you were with us this past Sunday on TBS, you saw exactly how the Young Pistols upset the Patriots to win the United States Tag Team Championship. But right here from center stage in just a few moments, two out of three falls, a return match for the titles. The losing team cannot wrestle on TBS for 60 days. That's right. Jim Ross, the Patriots are a couple of geeks, just like these bandwagon Braves fans out here. I don't see you doing no tomahawk chop now. We are the United States Tag Team Champions. We're the only champions, and that's the way it is. We're the best team in wrestling. If you don't believe it, just ask us. Tell them, Stevie. First of all, you bunch of illiterate rednecks, shut your disgusting mouths. You make me want to vomit. Now listen here, let me tell you what it's all about. Marietta, Georgia, the finest son to ever come from Marietta, Georgia, is Steve Armstrong. Travis Tritt, brother, get a clue, man. If I, if I wasn't so busy on the road defending my championship belt with Tracy Smothers, another bad Tennessee boy, I'd be in the studio making gold records. You understand what I'm talking about? Because just look at what we got, because all this, ladies and brains, too. All right, guys, thanks very much for your comments, fellas, fans. The Young Pistols, the new U.S. champions, they're going to defend the titles. Two out of three falls. It's next. Uh, I, I can't. I guess it's fine because they're heels now. But th this whole this Southern, they're still Southern, but they're the Young Pistols from Wyoming. It's a, it's actually kind of glorious to hear them talk about Southern born, Southern bred, and I don't know. I can't. I I can't articulate it the way I, I want to. But I, I continue to be amazed by by that much. Yes, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's yeah, so the ridiculous. Says they're both from Tennessee, and then moments later, when they have the match, they're announced from Wyoming. From Wyoming. It's like, what's going on? And yeah. I love that. Like the I love that. It's like the good old days when. Uh, fan favorites to turn heel and just suddenly become obnoxious, awful people who hate the fans. It's just. Yeah. And they rapidly turned like it, I guess that I say rapidly. It was on an episode. They kind of turned and they were showing a mean side. And then the next week they were like bad. But, you know, I guess it kind of fits where I, this this won't make much sense. But to me, this is how I rationalize it in my mind. OK. They're from Tennessee. Oh, no, no, no. They say they're from Tennessee, but when they're announced, they're from Wyoming. So I guess as a fan, you're like, oh, I hate you. you you're you supposed to be Southern, but you're really not. You claim the South, but you're really not. I don't know. Like, that's kind of how I kind of rationalize it. But then again, I don't know, man. It's I will say this. They're entertaining. And Tracy, I, I will always love watching just his shenanigans and promos um, during this era because it's so bad. It's good. Uh, same thing for Steve. But, yeah, I mean, they're both Southerners, and they, they never let go of that. They're always talking about the South, but they're the young pistols from Wyoming. It's it's ridiculous. And that's the other part. Um, Doc likes to make fun of the people from the South, him being a Southerner, me too. It's like, yeah, well, who the hell knew where Wyoming was? 
You know, it wasn't like you just pulled out the internet and like, you know, Googled Wyoming to see where exactly they were from. Um, it's, I, it's, it's, it's a stupid square state, right? Some other out there. It's one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's way up there. Like, that's the thing, you know, um, I don't know, man. Yeah. I love the, the <sighs> timeliness of, of talking about uh, Braves fans in December. Oh yeah, yeah. They're um, they're 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 bagging on the Braves at this point, um, making fun of the tomahawk chop and all that stuff. So, um, all right. So we go to the match. It's the Young Pistols, and there they go with that ridiculous dance that they've been doing lately versus the Patriots. They actually are very entertaining as heels. I mean, I, I like them both, babyface or heel, but they they. They make me laugh as heels, and they actually, to me, made this interesting. Uh, remember, the losing team, they're going up against the Patriots. The losing team can't wrestle on TBS for 60 days. This is for the U.S. tag titles, but it's two out of three falls. And the fans, in my opinion, were into this. Tracy's insulting the Braves in his promo, so the fans are doing a tomahawk chop at the beginning of the match to get on the Pistols' nerves. Uh, I thought that was genius for Tracy to bring that up and then, you know, because that's what you do. You feed the fans and the fans give it back to you. Um, there was a Tracy sucks chant. I just love that. Um, they got all three falls in under 15 minutes. Now let me go to you Crockett. And you tell me if you've got anything from this one. Yeah. I love the old school heel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> your town sucks. Your team sucks. That's that's classic right there. They, they'll Tracy, tell you these days that that's cheap heat, but that's that was wrestling back in the day. And you can call it cheap heat all you want. I, I watched Tracy Smothers at uh, Wildcat X Rated the year before he passed away, and he was going off about Zion Williamson, bro, uh, broken down ass, you know, can't play basketball, and Drew Brees sucks. And uh, I think it was the year after the famous Rams Saints game with the no call pass interference. He was just lighting into the fans about the Saints suck and Drew Brees ain't shit. And that wasn't pass interference. I mean, just the, it was gold and it's cheap heat, but the fans are all smart fans. Cause we're in this bar, right? It's all adults. There's no kids there. And, um, it's like, 900 to a thousand people and they are eating that shit alive it's loud in there so if you know damn near 60 year old tracy smothers at that point can you know 50 mid 50s tracy smothers at that point can do that i i i, I hate when i hear oh it's cheap heat man is it getting a reaction then whatever you know what i mean that's just my philosophy no, especially yeah, on the indies Especially on the indies. I mean, especially on the indies. You got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. This. I mean, it's and it's fun. Most of all, it's it's fun. Like come out. To, you know, around here, you come out in a New York Yankees jersey and you know get the crowd all riled up. But yeah, that's that's what wrestling is. Yeah, I wore a Falcons jersey just for that reason. Oh, Harper is on. So let's um let's conference him in. Let's bring him let's into his it. puppy. Uh, I think I think we actually just saw the the first fall. Uh, where is he at? Here he is. That was the first fall. Um, no, it wasn't the first. Was that the first fall? No, Did I miss no, it already. No, 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 was, I didn't. Uh, okay. No, they were just showing the replay. Was, um, went to the pistols. Yeah, yeah. Because um, um, Armstrong pin champion. Uh, right. Where's Harper? At? There he is. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, 
All right, we are in the middle of uh, the Young Pistols, our boy Tracy Smothers, our fallen friend, and uh, uh, Steve Armstrong versus the uh, Patriots for the U.S. tag titles. Best two out of three falls. We're we're in the middle of the first fall right now. I had to go to Bogalusa. Today? Who? Yeah, to put out like a, a unexpected fire. Okay, you got to tell the people how far Bogalusa is from fucking Metairie because oh, no one me? knows. Oh, yeah, from, oh, uh, God, it'd be like a uh, good two hours. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's good. That's why when you said it, I'm like, okay, you got to tell people where the hell Bogalusa is. Nobody, me and well, you are the only two. You know? Bogalusa. Okay, Cornette might not be listening to this show. Yeah. <laughs> he's like those jackasses i know i plug their shit and give them a shout out every week but they can go to hell right every time i go into that walmart it's like i'm in that nightclub in total recall bro <laughs> jesus fucking christ dude everyone three tits three tits <laughs> oh they got some little hand thing going are there some little short person that's in a wheelchair. It's like, what the fuck is in the water here? Jesus. I thought you were going to say like the the cantina in Star Wars. No, <laughs> uh, it's like Puerto Rico. Like everyone's got something with them, bro. <laughs> I've been to Bogalusa before. I didn't realize Bogalusa was at Backwoods. It's been many years since I've been there. Oh, yeah. I guess it's that paper mill they got. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, you act like it's a Smoky Mountain town. Oh, I mean, shit. It's not too far away, huh? Um, I mean, yeah. It's far enough. I mean, yeah. it's still in technically, I guess, southern Louisiana. No, but like know. what I'm saying is the, the uh, demographic. Um. Yeah, probably. It's like a old Smoky Mountain town, yes, that Doc read the demographics for. Yes. It'll probably like one step but Well, I don't know. I think they got a black mayor. Bogalusa does? I think <laughs> they do. I'm shocked. See, this is, where, this is where we need Doc to be Googling it as we're, as we're talking about it. Look it up, Harper, while we go through these. Um, what? Uh, uh, Bogalusa. If they knew how to spell Bogalusa. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We got a freaking Yankee on with us. He can't. Let's see. Bogalusa mayor. All right. Um, it, says, it says Bill Watts. Okay. <laughs> um, by the way, the, the, we're, we're, uh, the first pinfall um, did go to uh, arms, uh, the, the Young Pistols. Steve Armstrong pin champion by grabbing the tights yeah. uh, for leverage. Dude. It's a black dude. So, okay. Well, Bogalusa ain't what Bogalusa used to be then. It's still yeah. poor, but, but it's Walmart a little bit more diverse. Is. It's what? That Walmart's keeping a dream alive, bro. Jesus Christ. Boy, talk about broke down. They got a great salvage grocery store, though. Jesus Lord. I try to go in there. And get what? Dude, I got a big thing of fucking... Slim Jims, like the big box of them, bro. It's Randy like Savage dirt. on it? No. I get those. The one by me has the Randy Savage ones, bro, for like 50 fucking cents. You know, fuck, no much those costs in a fucking store. They're like 250 
Oh, bro, just get this come up and just at the poor store, box man. Of Slim Jims is like thirty of like eight bucks, bro. I fucking love it. I don't give a fuck how old they are. He's <laughs> eating expired Slim Jim. I don't give a shit, bro. <sighs> That's how the cow eats the cabbage, Hopper. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the cow eating the cabbage. The the oh. pistols. And oh, I'm go ahead. Found my Christmas crunch for a dollar, bro. I've been waiting for to find the fucking uh, Captain Crunch, the fucking Christmas one. Oh, where'd you Probably find this at? At the fucking salvage store for fifty cents. Of, it, it was like fifty cents or a dollar a box. Is it expired? In May? <laughs> no, crunch. I know that's what I'm saying. That that's why it's so cheap and it's not expired. It's like a month away. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, big kid. Every every year when we get close to Halloween, oh no, when it's Halloween time, he's scoping out the booberry, Frankenberry, oh yeah, Count Chocolila, and he's like, I got my eye on you. I'm just waiting till right after Halloween when that shit goes on clearance, bro. I'm like an alligator waiting for that fucking dude to jump in the water, bitch. What about a fruit brute? Fruit Brute, yeah, Fruit Brute. <laughs> they got a new one coming out that's got a uh, a female monster. Oh, okay, you gotta. Oh yeah, you're gonna eat that one up. I and I know you oh, can't yeah. wait for that one. It's it's a Bride of Frankenstein or some shit. <laughs> All right, uh, Crockett. Anything from Fall Number Two before we get to it? The Pistols and 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 the Patriots—they're tearing it up, man, on Saturday night over here. Yeah, well, fall number one. I just want to mention real quick the there's a great heel tag team spot where they're you know the guy comes off the ropes and the referee is like seemingly out of position, so the referee kind of has to almost dive out of the way as the as the, uh, the Todd champion is coming towards him, and that allows Tracy Smothers to pull down the top rope and he goes spilling over. You know, no disqualification because the referee doesn't see it. So and then they roll him in and that's how they get the pin originally in fall one, which is a great uh, little. Heel tag team spot. Um, fall two. What the hell happened here? Um, champion. Champion. Oh, Todd pinning. Champion gets that uh, weird just elbow out of nowhere as yep. he's making his little comeback. So yeah, the winner a... gets his shot at the U.S. title. No, 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 no. The Pistols are the champions right now. They okay. they beat they beat the Patriots. But the winner, I'm sorry, the loser of this thing supposedly cannot team. On TBS. They specifically stated TBS for 60 days. There it is. Yeah, and there's Fall 2. So it's 1-1 now. Now, I look, I, I didn't know what to think of this when it, when it first started. But they, if when you listen to the audio of this, I don't know, me, Crockett, if it's just me. But I thought the fans were really into this for the most part. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, the, they, definitely, the, they definitely got the, the Young Pistols promo. Definitely got the fans on the Patriots side for this one. Yeah, well, that, now that they tapered off. Line when he throws it, his arm never goes up. Yeah, you, know? you, hate, you hate the windmill. I, I hate the fucking windmill with a fucking passion, dude. Yeah. Uh, you just got to throw it straight thing, through, and if they bro. don't duck low enough, you they just get them. nailed. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tracy for you, though. Tracy is one of the most underrated workers ever. I know people hear this and say, oh, you crazy. No, 
I've seen enough of him live in person, even when he was crippled <laughs> and in the Smoky Mountain run. He was very smooth. Um, very smooth. Just just great in the ring. I was uh before you came on, I was telling Crockett about Tracy at Wildcat and how he would just get that cheap heat and it was glorious. Oh God. He was a master at it. He he ain't doing anything. No, he was he would that's what I was telling Crockett, like how he would he would go off on the Saints, the Pelicans, Zion, Drew Brees. Like <laughs> he would just be like it was like a you know, somebody who's a master guitar player. Like he'd be plucking those strings and people would be screaming. And and like Harper, I was telling, you know, Crockett, these are you know the wild the Wildcat X rated crowd, it's smart fans, man. It's yeah, like it's drunk. And they're drunk, and so you're just getting these smart fans into it. Uh, I, he he was a genius with it, man. He was so damn good. Um, it, oh no, that that was that's the one I didn't tell you, Crockett. I have this on video. So they were chanting "Tracy sucks," right, Adam, the whole time. Yeah. Well, he wins this three way. He's in. He beats Danny Flamingo and somebody else. He's walking up the aisle and he's flipping everybody off the bird. He's like, you know, F you, F you. And they're still saying Tracy sucks. He comes back and grabs the mic and goes, who sucks now, motherfuckers? (laughs) (laughs) I came unglued. I was like, this dude is hilarious. Um, You know what I'm talking about, Harper? You remember when he did that? (laughs) So great. So great. I actually think it's in the Facebook group. I have to tag you in it because I posted when he did it. So damn good. All right. Uh, fall number three, Crockett. Anything from this one? Well, I mean, I was just talking about how they, they work. They got the referee uh, in, involved in that spot so he doesn't look stupid. So he, he doesn't see them getting, uh, you know, throwing the guy over the top rope. But at the finish here, when Tracy kind of gets a is it firebreaker chip, he pulls his legs out from under him, you know, in the, in the corner and is pinning him, but he puts his feet up on the ropes. The referee, you know, runs over there and obviously his feet are already on the ropes. He doesn't, he doesn't wait until the ref gets in position to, to put his feet on the ropes. It's kind of makes the ref look (laughs) dumb there. Um, but whatever, it's a heel spot. They got the win. And now I guess the the Patriots are off TV for 60 days. Gotta take up for the ref. Don't you miss the referee? (laughs) You see, you see, Mm-hmm. Got to take up for the ref, but you're actually kind of right in this one. But um, what can you do? But the good news is the Pistols win, and that's exactly who I wanted to win because, I don't know, man, uh, Champion and Chip look good. It's just, God, they needed to do something else. That's Chip. Yeah, that's Chip firing away. Firebreaker yeah. Chip. Eric yeah, right Estrada. here. I don't know, Crockett. He, I see what you're saying. He's... As the as the ref is diving down to make the pin, Tracy's already. Uh, it's I mean, the one, cl- it's the not one foot is low enough, but then the other foot's kind of mm. coming up. Yeah, it's it's. Close yeah, there's plausible deniability. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen more egregious situations. Yes. Oh yeah, two, two two feet on the top rope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw one with your buddy in ROH one time that I was like, oh come on, you can't. Fat pants? No, not fat pants. Fat pants was good. Fat was fat pants Turner? wouldn't. Huh? 
Paul Turner are you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Paul. It was Paul Turner. It was bad. I was like, dude, it was a pay-per-view, too. I'm like, bro, you you looking right at the fucking umbrella that he just hit the guy with. What are you... Like, it it was bad. I, and I remember, like, watching it going, come on, man, y'all can't let that fly. He turned around too quick. I think it was a Marty Skrull match or something, and Marty used the umbrella. It, it, like, he literally saw him use the umbrella. I'm like, bruh, that type of stuff. And I know if you'd have saw it, you'd have been like, okay, come on. You got yeah. it. You, you got to call. You, you better just make something up on the fly. I mean, fix it later, but call it like you see it right now. But he he turned right into it. And it might not have been his fault. I don't know if um they they have uh, uh earpieces in, in ROH back then. This is like 17 or 18. I mean, they oh, had sure. earpieces yeah, in, right? Of course. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're doing TV. Yeah. So they could have did something, but yeah, they didn't do it. All right. We'll keep moving. Um. Yeah, it wasn't Fat Pants. I never saw Fat Pants do that. Fat Pants is um Todd Sinclair. Everyone, if you don't know. Yeah, he he named himself that. We're not we're not making fun. Yeah, of him. right. Probably <laughs> <laughs> call himself Fat Pants. I don't Have know. You what he did. Have you seen him? Have you seen him? I tell you what, he was agile for a big man, dude. He. <laughs> Y'all probably he, harassed him. No, 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 no. L- literally. <laughs> He had, he had the website fatpants.com. <laughs> I mean, Google Todd Sinclair, ROH. You'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. Do you know Paul Turner well? I I, I said like he was like a good friend of yours or something, but I, I actually didn't know. Uh, we refereed together for I, – I did some Jim Kettner shows in Delaware. Okay. Uh, you know, that's like six months. I mean, I know. I, and it was around ROH for a little while. So, yeah, I'm, we were – friendly yeah i mean mistakes happen like that time you hit the mat and counted the one count for um evan born and ruined the show that night i mean it happens yeah yeah you you keep bringing that up thanks yeah i know i'm sorry but so mistakes happen but your your mistake wasn't on national tv that at that exact moment live on pay-per-view yeah all right let's go to the next match mike graham versus tommy rich dude i i can't with this match bro i i'm just gonna put this out there Coke boy is laying on a mat for 30 minutes in this match. Only idiots like Javorski find laying on a mat for 30 minutes entertaining. I sat there and just was like, come on, bro. When is this going to end? Is this this is, what do you mean? Is it Florida? This is center stage. Oh, I, I don't know. Are they all at center stage now? Uh, <laughs> most of them, not all of them. Every now and then, you know, we go to the, like, um, uh, what's it called? The little civic center in um, Cobb shit. County. Cobb County, yeah. We go to Cobb County. We, you know, a couple of them here and there. We'll do that, but most of uh, Saturday night right now is center stage. But Tommy Rich lays on the mat a lot. Um, I, I really don't have anything, Crockett. Do you? Come on. I I remember like Mike Graham's WCW run from when I was watching it originally as it aired, and just was not a fan. He's like just drier than dry. He's just <laughs> Jesus. Well, at least you didn't say what Doc said about him. What did he say? I you forgot. were on you were on the, the Rise and Fall of WCW show we did. And I've said this story a million times, so my apologies to anybody who's heard it. Mike Graham was making fun of Jeff Jarrett. He was like, That Tennessee Hillbilly really thought in his pea scent brain that he was like the next star. And Doc's comment when I played that 
portion from Mike Graham was, well, at least he didn't chew off the end of a shotgun. Oh, like, what bro. an asshole. Yeah, Doc really. Everybody out there who thinks I'm the freaking heel and Doc's the baby face, explain that one away. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's why he's not here because he got canceled. <laughs> no, <laughs> youth sports is what's canceling him right now. But yeah, it it was it was rough. So I I had no problem with Mike Graham. He's just kind of blah. Like yeah. you know, I know he can work, but it's not something you're you're paying the big money to see. And it's Tommy Rich. I, I mean, only Look people like Javorski blast off into the freaking ceiling for matches like this. And that's Thomas my thoughts. Rich, by the way, Mike. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I know there's absolutely no difference. Just the name. He doesn't do anything any differently. Ian Riccoboni said something about him on the Patreon page. And now I can't remember. Because he was, he was, I guess he was laughing at me, making fun of Tommy Rich. And I forget what he said about Tommy Rich. Maybe it was something with his chaps or something. But I, I don't know. It's. I can't with Tommy Rich. Anyway, we get a backdrop by Graham, and then Graham rolls up Rich, and Graham wins. And um, right guy won as much as I didn't care about this match. And that was my thoughts. There you go. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Crockett? At one point, uh, Jim Ross says that Gordon Soley once said that the figure four puts pressure on seven different points of the lower torso, which was something I wasn't aware of. Several? Seven. Oh, seven. Which ones? Well, figure <laughs> I guess four. you can't get into it. <laughs> I mean, boy, they could sell us some shit when we were younger, couldn't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I'm... Well, it goes back to that discussion we had a few weeks ago, Hopper, about all the shit we ate up. Like, it was just... <laughs> like, we yeah. lapped it up. You the... believed everything. <laughs> I could tell you, like, oh, yeah, the... Disguise fucking plaid. Like, yeah, okay. Right. There's plaid outside. Right. Well, let me tell you, in something I kept laughing at for days after, we were talking about when Zeus got hit with the chair. And and Hogan's in the ring. Wasn't it Saturday night's main event? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. And, and Harper, you were like, bruh, they hit Zeus with the chair. And he just no-sold it. And right. I was just like, bruh. What the fuck are they going to do? How are they going to deal with this? Because <laughs> we just couldn't comprehend this shit was work. We're just watching it like, oh, my God, that guy took a chair shot and didn't flinch. Yeah, They're not going to be able to beat him. Happen. <laughs> right? I mean, I think that like the only time we saw it before then was... Was like uh, when Big Bubba got hit with the chair, and you might not even have seen that at the time. I did. Uh, remember when when um, Dusty yeah. wrapped the chair around Big Bubba's head, the metal chair, and it and it yeah. fell apart. That's the only other time. But Bubba didn't look like Zeus. Right. Zeus is just big, jacked up, bodybuilding looking dude. He just look intimidating as all outdoors, <laughs> and he gets hit. What the fuck are they going to do, bro? He just hit him with the chair, and it did nothing. <laughs> nothing. I heard from so many people, Hopper, they're like, bro, I ate it up too, man. I, I felt... <laughs> 
We felt that was just bad the weirdest shit. situation too. That it, they were he was the heel in a movie, and they they were, <laughs> and then they just brought it into WWF, and we didn't really even question it. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. It's like, wait, wait, wait. He's in the movie, <laughs> so he's real. He's just playing himself, <laughs> right? Like. like What's going on here? Like I said, we ate that shit up. <laughs> don't Dude, they... question anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Crockett, <laughs> is there any angle like that that you can remember where you just were like, oh, my God. It just fell for it. Like hook, line, and sinker. Oh, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I mean, when the Ultimate Warrior um, sweat black from from, oh. from Papa Shango, I was like, I mean, it's impossible to to understand how they could fake that. So I yes. guess he's just has black sweat. Yeah, ate it up. Papa oh, Shango, he did it. The fucking snake when they that bit Macho Man. Oh my God, oh, that's Jesus. a good yeah, one. I mean, yeah, Bruh. how do you fake that? I thought that was a robot snake. I was like, that's gotta be a <laughs> fake snake. Because we're sitting here watching, I'm like. Dude, that's gotta be some like robot snake, uh, like they use in movies and shit. That's not real, bro. I just I I ate that up. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'll tell you one I ate up from Mid South. Um, God, who was he wrestling? Jim Duggan was having a coal miners glove match, and dude, they would have those coal miner glove matches, and you couldn't convince me. That they weren't murdering each other when they hit each <laughs> when the guy got the coal miner's glove off the pole and started punching the other dude and he started bleeding like he was just gushing blood. I'm like, he's gonna die. He's gonna kill him. That all you gotta do is pin him, but he's hitting him with that coal miner's glove. And I believed it because Bill Watts is like, oh my God, let coal miner's glove, he'd explain why it would hurt. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this dude's gonna die. He's gonna crush his skull. Ate it up, bro. Like, I question nothing. Just look, it's all the blood. I remember the first time somebody said, Oh, the blood's fake. I'm like, Bro, you can't fake that much blood. Look at it. There's no blood capsule. A blood capsule's yeah. not no bigger than my, my, you know, my, the, my pinky finger, the, the, the tip of it. That's not, no, he's bleeding. Look, that's real blood. It's coming out of his head. <laughs> I mean, it just like fell for, and, and it turned out to be real blood. It was real blood, but. Bro, you ate that shit up and like Harper said, question nothing. Question nothing. Just believe everything. <laughs> we were as I said when we talked about it then, we were marks. Yeah. Ate it up. Yeah, why uh, would you why would you ever think that they would cut themselves? Like, well no, they can't that'd be right. stupid. That? Why, you cut yourself? You spend all your time avoiding being cut. You gotta cut yourself? When I think about you, I cut myself. <laughs> Dude, that's what Cornette says. Cor- that's like Cornette's philosophy is like, so I think he, uh, I was watching a YouTube clip like a while back and he was talking about, um, I think it was, um, it's like over a year. Randy Orton wrestled Brock on a pay-per-view maybe a year or two ago, whenever it was. And anyway, Brock opened him up hard way or whatever. Uh, actually, it's more than a year or two now that I think about it. But anyway, Brock opened him up hard way. And I remember Cornette, like reviewing that match and he's like they they he's like these corporations don't want you to cut yourself because that's too barbaric so they don't want to allow blood and since they don't want to allow blood well now you got to do it accidentally but you're still doing it purposely 
And I personally would much rather just rip my forehead open with a thin razor than have Brock Lesnar rip some elbows into my skull. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it can cost me bloody. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got a lot more control of that little thin razor than I do of some 275-pound jacked-up fucking Brock Lesnar pumping his elbow into my skull. You played, huh, Mike? Yeah, I did it. And it's like nothing to it. <laughs> That's why I laugh when I have like people are scared. I'm like, bruh, there's much more painful shit. You don't even feel it. I remember one time there was a former Wildcat wrestler. You were telling me a story. He was, he was having a match with somebody else yeah. at Wildcat. And uh-huh. out of respect for him getting embarrassed <laughs> by me saying this, that's why I'm not saying his name. His opponent had to cut him. And yeah. there's no way. I'm not letting no other yeah. wrestler cut me. Bro, you got to be a doctor to cut me open. Let me put it like that. <laughs> yeah. Or else I'm doing it myself. Now, uh, yeah. Mike. Yes. I had to ask, like, I think the way to tell if someone was a garbage wrestler, I, I'm not going to say that you're a garbage wrestler. I'm just going to ask you a question. Oh, okay. we... Trust me, he was a garbage. <laughs> this is your question. Have you, have you ever, have you ever gigged your shoulder? Oh, no. Oh, that's okay. That was that was my that was my tell. If you've ever gigged your shoulder, that means you're really a garbage wrestler in my book. Why would somebody gig their shoulder? You got to educate me. No, just like you see, like guys with their shoulders all gigged up, like Axel Rotten. I mean, I, I guess. I wouldn't say he's a garbage wrestler. Maybe maybe my theory's a little uh, shaky, but guys, you never seen like guys with shoulder gigs. I mean, I have, but a lot of those same guys were in like a lot of barbed wire matches too and stuff, and so they'd get kind of cut in the arms from that type of nonsense. That's the most dumbest shit ever, bro. I remember when we first started Wildcat. You know, Luke used to work those those shit for XPW. Oh yeah. Yep. With the light bulbs and all that shit, and yep. at the office, at the shoot job, at my dad's office, we had old, old light bulbs. You know the old tube. Jesus Christ. Light bulbs. I was like, dude, I got these old light bulbs. We could use them. He goes, use them for what? For when you wrestle, you can. He's like, bro, I don't do that sh- dumb shit anymore. Yeah. That's when I was fucking young, but I don't. Get myself a guy get hit with light bulbs anymore. Is that like toxic too? Yes, yeah. The fucking gas that comes out of it. You have, if you, that, you watch that, them explode. Mm-hmm. That big puff of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've I no, I never let anybody hit me with a light tube. That Shower doors and shit. Get the go the fuck home, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean we're watching Steamboat. Shit in your eyes, dude. That's yes, exactly. No, thank you. Hard pass. For I, what? I, Live no. the dream, brother. You are yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, Crockett. I never gigged my shoulder. Just, just forehead. All right. Good How many stuff. times? All the time? No, no. It would have to be something special. Like, <laughs> I was wrestling Tommy Rogers one time. This is a funny story. Um, it was actually a six-man match. And our one man, who was my third? It was me and one man gang and Tommy Rogers and who the hell else was in this match? Anyway, uh, it was like hardcore. And this was when Rogers was doing some ECW stuff too. Um, and this was the ECW craze. I mean, we weren't using light tubes or nothing, but 
um, I was supposed to call her in the match, get some color. And so I remember rolling onto the floor. Rogers throws me into the, into the barricade and then he posts me. And, um, I was having trouble getting the, the blade out my wrist. So I, I had him, I had him, he's like, he bends down. He's like, did you get your color? And I'm like, no, post me again. I finally get the hold of it out of my wrist, pull it out, hit it. And uh, I was like, did I get it? And he, he, looks, he looked at me. He's like, uh, do it again. <laughs> I thought it was a rib. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it again anyway. So he posted me again. <laughs> go down, hit it. And it, it wasn't it wasn't a good one. But uh, it was kind of cold in this building. And that shit makes a difference, man. I, I heard Cornette say that one time, talking about just like, a building being cold, man, that shit does make a difference. You you gotta dig deeper. Anyway, Tommy Rogers one time was like, um and then when I get in the back, he he's he I'm like, uh, what did I ask him? Um I think I asked him the first time, I was like, Man, you gotta let me get my color and he's like, All right, bro, and he throws his hands up in the air in front of the crowd. He's like, Go ahead and knock yourself out. He's talking loud <laughs> like that the first time. So anyway, he sends me in and I don't know, I think I had to do it like three or four times. In a but, six yeah, man I, match? Yeah, it was a six-man match. It was me and gang and me, gang, and a local guy, and then Rogers and I think two other local guys. Who was the local guys? Someone I would know? I don't remember now. Oh, it was probably Minotaur. No, it was not Minotaur. I remember that. <laughs> I remember everything me and him were involved in. Could have had to hit you with the horns. It wasn't yeah. Joe Kane because at that moment, Joe Kane was at odds with this promoter that I'm thinking Uh-oh. of. And Joe Kane always has a problem with promoter. No, it wasn't him. I'm not saying his name either. <laughs> that asshole gets no publicity on this show. He's like worse than Tommy Rogers. Tommy Rich. Uh, Tommy Rich, no. come on. Jesus. Tommy Rich, I'm sorry. Not Tommy Rest Rogers. Tommy Rogers. Yeah, Tommy Rogers is a good dude. Yeah, yeah I with his fake fucking stories in the locker rooms, like bro, you weren't there. Who are you Shut talking about? Fuck. I don't know. So oh, the the idiot, the idiot that about. I don't want to mention. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you know him. You've met him. I forgot you worked the show for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a piece of work, bro. I'm just sitting there looking. I was like, dude, this dude's fucking full of shit. Bro, he will talk like he's been around the world oh, and ain't yeah. never left. It's like, I didn't know Harley Race just walked in the fucking door. Holy shit. The best thing is people the, the, in wrestling who tried to work other wrestlers with their stories. Like, I remember yeah. uh, I was walking into a buddy of mine's house. He's a wrestler. And there was a guy installing cable outside. And he's. <laughs> it, it turns out it's, it's a wrestler. And he's like, hey, how are you? And he's like, oh, man, uh, things are going good. I mean, I was just talking to Dusty. I'm going to be going down to NXT. <laughs> Dude, never never fucking happened. At one, at one point he was talking about he was going to be, the, gonna be the third Dudley. It's just, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, I don't understand these people. I understand, like, working, you know, marks, working even newspaper writers. But to yeah. work the other guys in the locker room with these stories, like, we know we could see through your bullshit. Dude, like, when I first started, I would, like, believe him. Oh, really? And I would talk yeah, to Luke. Looks like, he never worked fucking Japan. It's like, hey, he said he worked Japan. It's like, <laughs> No, he didn't. Harper, I was the same way. Because you don't know. It's like right. I, When I started, the internet was like not what it is now. I mean, 95, 96, it was just starting to like 
you were just starting to get America online. So, you know, people would tell you stories. You didn't really have any way of verifying it unless you were around another veteran who could tell you or not another veteran, but around somebody who could like literally tell you um, this person's full of crap. And yeah, that's kind of how I discovered. But the person you're thinking of, I heard it too. Oh, brother, I was in Japan. I was like, brother, "Mm -hmm." he's a brother. He's like, I want billboards in 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 a Europe. It's like, for he what? said that. Yes. <laughs> oh dear Actually, God. Bro, he used to always say that. I was on billboards in 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 uh, Europe. Bro, Luke used to get on my nerves because he would. I had the no seller. He'd be like, "Yeah, such and such is prime student." I was like, "Bro, don't put that hex on me, man. <laughs> that dude did not train me." I remember Only- one time he was booked on a show with Bestia, right? Six six six, and he comes and says, "Oh yeah, I remember your dad. I worked all these shows with your dad, and yada yada." Oh, okay. And he talks to his dad. His dad's like, "Who? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, this guy, yada yada." It's like, it's like, dude, I don't know who the fuck that is, bro. We talking about two different people now. I know exactly no. who you're talking about. I know okay. who you just talk. I know who you're talking about right now. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, that dude is even worse than the other dude I was thinking of, because I I actually like the guy you're talking about right now. He he's not a yeah, bad I mean, human being. I don't but, hate him. It's just he's just it's like bro, he's like Stephen King, bro. This dude, he should write books, bro. He, <laughs> dude, he up. dude, he, he don't get me wrong. He's he's done like. WWE dark matches. He's done TN. He's done a li- little TNA, um, many years ago, even on TV. But nothing like he ain't been all around the world like he says. No, but he's not a bad dude. It's just that it, the first time you meet him, he'll tell you he yeah. got the Rock ready for his first world title run. I mean, right. That's I wrestled against Flair in uh, Greensboro. It was a dark <laughs> match. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that that he's something else. I was thinking of somebody else, but uh, let's get back to this show because we got one more match to cover. It's been playing on the background on the video version. Ricky Steamboat versus Steve Austin. Um, Crockett, we we've been watching about ten minutes of it as we talked. What what do you have from this? This is good. Well, well, the first thing is Medusa. I mean, last week, earlier in the show, she came out with uh, Bobby Eaton looking like Chuck D. And here she's just looking tremendous. All the way live is what you're saying? Exactly. she got the, the feather boa, the the white slinky dress. Sound like you're getting turned on over there like Hopper. I mean, uh, Jesus. You know. And her yeah. and the diamond doll. I mean, that's – I don't know who who wins that race. You need to take a step away and do a little Javorski action or what? Yeah, just give me a second. All right, okay. I'm back. All right. That's about what it takes for him to <laughs> get the tweezers out and do his thing. Yeah, she. you're right. She was kind of um, – she was looking a little hip-hop last week. Now she's Miss America. Yeah. Look look good. Okay. Up. Nice. Um, What else do you have from this one? I, I mean, 
uh, right off the bat, Jim Ross says, uh, you know, it's one fall, 50 minute time limit. So I look at the clock. I look at the uh, video. And see it's 50 minutes left in the show. I'm like, oh, I, know I how used this to is do going. that shit all the I used to wonder because they used to say 10 minutes. I was like, how do they get it in just in time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought this was going to be a time limit draw. It turns out it wasn't. Yeah, um, they because they started with 15 minutes to go. So. And I mean, this one, uh, Steamboat worked on the head a lot. So it, it's similar to the last match with Mike Graham and turn, Mike, Mike Graham, you know, working the leg for a lot of it. But this is just so much more dynamic and just so much better, even though they just work in a body part just like Mike Graham was. Mike Graham was a little just stale. And I mean, this is Ricky Steamboat and Steve Austin. They're, they keep you entertained. They keep you, you know, involved and enthralled with the entire thing. It is very, very good. Very well done. Um, there's a ref bump going on. And then uh, I forget what happened. Oh, there's like that, the false finish, the big false with the, after the ref bump. And this is very good. Yeah. Um, like I like the way they, they, they just, you could feel like the tension in the beginning. Like I was showing a clip just now when they're staring each other down They're they're like building up to something without even doing anything. Um, I made a joke. I had a joke in one of my notes. It was a uh, steamboat goes for the code of honor right before the match. Like he literally puts his hand out and Austin's like, no way, bruh. It's, it's just little stuff like that, that, you know, builds up the tension. Um, and then as far as the, the finish goes. So with the finish, there's a, let me get to it on the video. That way, uh, those watching can know what we're doing here. Um, there's a tackle by Steamboat to Austin, and then Austin goes flying violently into the ref, like right there. I mean, he dude, look at this shit. This is this is how you this is how you take a ref bump. Watch watch Austin just boom. I mean, yeah, that's not you know game fun and games. That's a ref yeah. that just looked like he got smacked, and that's what I want to see when I see a ref bump. I don't want to see no real dude any little light that. shit. When, when ref just lays there like he got shot by a sniper right <laughs> austin it, flew it into realistic him. and unplanned too it yes. didn't look like he was setting himself up or something it looked like he just happened to get in the way yep so the ref bumps and he's on the outside steamboat comes off the top and hits austin with uh you know that that uh hammer chop, chop off the top so Wee anderson runs in counts the pin one two three but now the other ref who got hit violently is now he wakes up and he's like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Um, restart the match. We got to restart this. The, the, this didn't happen. I got accidentally hit, not on purpose. Thus we got to restart it. So well, the yeah, fans and, and are the, mad. The three count, when he hit the three count, the, the foot, Steve Austin's foot right. was under the rope and it just happened to be the foot was like right over where the ref was on the floor. So it was like the, they placed it perfectly so the ref on the floor could see that the foot was hanging outside the ring. So that's kind of why they restarted it. I used to always wonder how come they don't have two refs, one outside the ring, so so to stop the shenanigans. That's what Carlo Monsunos used to say. Shut <laughs> up. have two refs, especially these tag team matches. Need two Shut refs. Shut up. That makes the booking t- much harder. Well, yeah, there was a company that, uh, that I worked for that title matches, they would have two referees, and it was – yeah, because because the guys would plan their matches and wouldn't think about it, and they'd try to cheat. And there's another referee standing on the outside, so it'd make things look very awkward. You know, 
the NFL has like eight referees out there in a game, and they fix their results. So I guess it's yeah. possible. You could still yeah, do it. They cheat. Yeah. <laughs> NBA, too. Three refs out there. And, and, yeah, so I guess it could be done. Yeah, there, there'd be a way to finagle it for sure. Just have to be smart about it, not be lazy. Yeah. Um, so the finish, the fans are mad. Austin throws Steamboat over the top rope, which is now a DQ. But that doesn't matter because – Steamboat looked like he won, but now he wins by DQ. And then the heels hit the ring, one of them being Bobby Eaton, who's beating up the refs and Steamboat. Him and Austin are double-teaming Steamboat. Wyndham comes in with an injured hand and all. And just as all that is going down and the shit is hitting the fan, of course, JR throws us off air as Steamboat finally clears the ring with a chair. That's how it's done in good old Southern wrestling. And that's how... They wrap up this edition of the show up. Again, this was part two. So we didn't rate it or hand out a Rolex last week because we were in the middle of it. So we're going to rate it and hand out a Rolex. So when we do that, we're going to have to keep last week in mind and this week in mind. Before we do it, remember, uh, the only way to enjoy all of our Patreon content and all of our pay-per-views and Clash of the Champions and Heroes of Wrestling that we're all going to do soon is by going to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Not only a great way to support the show, but get 300, 400 plus Patreon exclusive shows, including the video versions that we do each and every week as we uh, watch along and review this stuff. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Greatly appreciate you signing up. Uh, so Crockett, you're sitting in for Doc. I'm going to go to you first and tell you to tell me what you're going to rate this thing. Uh, so rate the whole thing overall, huh? Yeah. Uh, so last weekend, this week, that's the problem because, yeah, this week was better. You know, you have to remember, but to me, last week was not really good at all. Whereas this week, you had a lot better stuff. I, I think from. the 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 highlight last week was the angle with uh, Root and Sting, um, yeah. and this had the the Austin Steamboat match and the the two or three falls. Tag match is pretty good. I mean, I give it a solid B. Yeah, just on the strength of this week, I'm going B plus. Uh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah, Steamboat and Austin, like it's hard to. They they had a really good match, and you had to figure a finish like they did was coming. And then I thought that th- two out of three falls, the tag match was excellent, and those are really. I mean, you, you only really had what four matches on this whole second part. You know, yeah, Graham and Tommy Rich, whatever. Uh, fast forward. Oh yeah, uh, Harper, you missed DDP getting all kinds of. Why? <laughs> yeah, before before this you hold on, Auburn. DDP's uh, squash match he had. Oh no. Yeah, well, not just that, but before you give your rating, uh, why don't you tell me your thoughts on the this Diamond Doll that's about to walk out with DDP? Um, hold on, I'm going to it now. Because he wrestled before you joined us, Johnny Rich. And here comes DDP. And I, I want you to tell me your thoughts on this week's Diamond Doll. And it's kind of dark. She's coming in. What do you think? Not bad? What? Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought yeah. you go take a shit. Uh, there you go. Oh, Crockett. man. Wait, wait. What? You like I, that? Yeah, I mean, she looks good. Let's see. <laughs> Not She's your flavor? like white, huh? 
<laughs> or, is it the, or is it the light on her? No, because it's a dark. It's like dark in there, and uh, bruh, con- she's like loosely paper, bro. <laughs> she's a, she's like she's wearing a fucking Joker makeup. She's fluorescent. <laughs> but uh, Crockett made a good observation. Look at her hair. It's not like you know, eighties puffed out six cans of hairspray. Yeah, this is. Well, this is like ninety two though, right? No, late yeah, December ninety one. Yeah. Yes. This is but that's that's just getting old real quick. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, man. I was a junior in high school, that was still happening. You look yeah, at my yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's younger than us. Not by a lot. Really? But yeah. He's a little little bit younger than us. Cause I'm in high school in this at this time. Yeah, like oh no, I I was a junior in high school. I was I I graduated in ninety three. Oh, okay. We'll see. Oh shoot, that's right. You're not. I'm saying younger. You got in a business after me, but you're not younger. That's right. That's right. I remember Malone saying that. All right. Um, I don't know, man. I still feel like the hairspray was getting sprayed in pretty thick during this time. At this time, I think it was still around, but it was kind of dying off. Well, maybe they weren't teasing it up as much. Yeah. I guess, but uh, yeah, DDP had a hell of a barn burner of a, but of a match. Uh, he had a couple botches in here. But Harper, what are you going to rate this? I'm going to give it a a B plus because I didn't have to watch any of this. <laughs> <laughs> it was good matches, man. That tag match was good, and again, Steamboat and Austin was good. Yeah. All right, so then now we have to give it to we have to give a uh, two two award out since Ric Flair is not here anymore. It's the Arn Anderson two two award, no matter what Lance says in his programs that Michael Hayes farted on in uh, nineteen eighty seven or eight, whatever eighty eight would be. So uh, Crockett, you are allowed when you give it the two two award. I made the decision years ago that you could give it to a match. You don't have to give it to a person. Uh, so who are you going to give your two two award to? I mean. Uh... Just because I'm here for Doc, I have to go back to last week and give it to Sting. <laughs> I would that not have done that, angle. but okay. I mean, think about it. that. Was, it was a really, it was a great angle. Not, I'm not even being funny, like with with Doc, but it's the the whole thing with Sting. You know, just 15 people on top of him as he's got um, Rude and the Scorpion. I'm almost mad Doc wasn't here for that because I I wanted to hear him talk about just the you know patheticness of i wanted to hear him eat crow does that make sense yeah yes i wanted to hear him i wanted to hear him because he hates sting and i get a lot of feedback about sting ain't that bad and i agree he's not that bad but he's for the kids and i wanted to hear doc just make excuses for how loud the crowd was because they really did go nuts for him i'm not giving mine to sting though even though i do agree with you i'm going steamboat and Austin, because I thought that was a really good match, and yeah. you know, you you figured you weren't going to get resolution; it was going to be what it was. But that's who I'm going with. Harper, what about you? I'm I'm on the steamboat and uh and uh, God damn it, and Steve Austin because I didn't have to watch it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds good, uh, though, right? Yeah, he's living on a prayer, man. I guess I don't know. All right, well, it's like this when you're at a show and and you go to a guy. How was my match? I didn't see it, but it sounded great. 
Aubrey, we wrap up. Stay online. Uh, don't hang right. up. I, I want to. I want to talk to you about about uh, your experiences that we were talking about a second ago with All our right. uh, oh. favorite wrestlers who are stars, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who've been everywhere and nowhere anyway all right, right real quick before i get out of here uh again become a patron tinyurl.com slash patreon btt a great way to support the show access to our clash of the champions that we've done we've up to 15 16 by now all of our uh wcw pay-per-views dating back to uh 87 just again tons of stuff available for you to enjoy along with 400 other patreon shows um, we got the nwa power shows with the uh, Sparks and the little fella half pint who uh, is the whipping post over in the Facebook group. And then uh, the ECW shows with Mike Prue, JV uh, and uh, Rick Beebe. All of that on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Again, a great way to not only support the show, but get tons of extra content and then all the stuff that we do as well. Uh, if you are still in the market and want to give Harper a little donation as we go yeah. into the summer, he is still doing his, uh, relationship, uh, life advice, cutting promos on people, his own video shout outs. All you got to do is email him to Chris Harper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's Chris Harper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com and then PayPal him CC three zero three eight eight CC at yahoo.com 20 bucks. And he will uh, cut your video. Just make sure when you email him, you're very descriptive in yeah. video. Otherwise uh, he doesn't know what he's supposed to uh, do. And, Hopper takes directions very well. Not really, but that's, that's right. got to be very descriptive. Um, anything else before we get out of here, uh, Crockett? Uh, thanks for joining us the last two weeks. I should I should tell you that before you go. No, I really appreciate it, man. I hope to do the uh, Heroes of Wrestling. Can we, can we get confirmation with, with Harper that that he'll watch Heroes of Wrestling? And no. Podcast about, what? I'm not watching that shit. You kidding you me? You said last week you were. No. Oh. No, I'm not watching that. that. That's just horrible. The fans are you calling for it. Yo, well, they can call all you want. No one's answering. <laughs> you last week you said, uh, but Chuck Gunter wants you to do it. He he's a no friend. You know, he's a good friend of ours. Chuck Chuck sure. wants you to do it. I I talk shit when I'm drunk. No, that's not allowed. You can't <laughs> not you can't uh backtrack like that. Oh God, dude. Well, you don't have that. to watch it all at one time. I mean, you know, you could take a couple of weeks. Uh, that's what it's going to take me to get it watched because it's like two uh, plus hours. Um, it's on YouTube, huh? It's on yeah. YouTube. It's 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 so bad you'll laugh. It actually feels like something you and uh, Lady Hopper Tiffany can <laughs> dial up and she can just complain and go, "This is fucking stupid" the whole time. Oh, like, no, the that's she not does. on the network. You think they would have picked that up, huh? Dude, I don't think they want to buy that shit. <laughs> I mean, like, when you think about the territories, you know, Mid-South and World Class and, you know, stuff that's got good angles to it. Like, I can see, okay, yeah, yeah, we want to buy that. Like, we, we want that library. I don't think it ever crosses Vince McMahon or anybody in WWE's mind to be like, you know what? We should buy Heroes of Wrestling. That's going to do great numbers on our network. What do you think owns that? <sighs> I have no clue. Yeah, we got to do some research. Would yeah. it be the production? I mean, Crockett, you know a little bit more about this stuff than me. Would it be the production company, maybe? Or I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's such a mishmash of of people involved. Like, they got like they had to be Michael a promoter, St. John huh? from Memphis and like Dutch Mantel. Like, I don't. I 
couldn't place like who would be involved in this thing. Because uh, Mississippi's got a commissioner, right? Don't Mississippi they does. Yeah, Missis, yeah, Mississippi has That's a boxing what I'm saying. So they had that so there was a promoter involved. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I'm just, I just don't know who would own it. Uh, like, I, I don't know <laughs> why. I mean, has has the WWE bought it at this point? I don't think so. No, I mean, God, no. exactly. They would, they would buy it just to destroy it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't know who owns it. I'm just clicked on Wikipedia just to kind of look to see what it says, but. Uh, Foss Stone Productions president Bill Stone conceived a series of events consisting of wrestling stars from the 80s and early 90s fighting one another in a series of dream matches that, that was where the original idea of this came from dude that sounds like the worst shit imaginable dream how became you, a nightmare how much you think the pay-per-view was, was um, like 20 bucks? I, I don't know how much the pay-per-view was but what year was it Um, Stone expressed his surprise that the World Wrestling Federation had not already put on such an event. Stone (laughs) intended to run three more pay-per-views run on a quarterly basis if an initial target of 40,000 buys was reached. (laughs) Good luck on 40,000. It says they had 29. 29, period. (laughs) 29,000. I ain't gonna lie. I was by my buddy's house who had one of the old... uh, boxes with the filter on it we watched it for free i had one of those the statue of limitations is over um he watched it for free i just was at his house there we go um anyway uh, there's more on this but it just twenty nine thousand households i don't know who owns it i don't know who owns it i kind of wish i knew but I, I don't know why anybody would want, dude. WWE wouldn't put that on the network anyway. If they if they did, they'd have saying, to edit out. Dude, I was just joking. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I was saying was, um, uh, yeah, I get it. But can you imagine like them putting it on the network? They'd have to like scrub Jake being shit faced off of it. But that's the best part, dude. It's funny to us, but that's pathetic, man. <laughs> Harbor, have you seen the way he's acting on that thing? I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't seen it in forever. Bro, my buddy I was watching it with, I think it was him or somebody else that was at the house. It was like, bro, that dude's fucking gone. <laughs> I mean, we kind of were in amazement, like how drunk he was. Oh, yeah, bro. He was probably <sighs> in a casino all fucking day, free drinks. <laughs> I'm Jake the Snake Roberts. I love to know what he got. Yeah. In his hotel room getting fucked up. <laughs> he was dude, he he actually he was masturbating his snake. It was, it was just, uh-uh, come on. It was wild, dude. It was just it was just wild. Wait, was it a robot snake? It was no. a robot snake. <laughs> he was cranking a snake, man. Mm. It was pitiful. <laughs> The Samoan SWAT team, I'm reading the, the results now, uh, versus Marty Jannetty and Tommy Rogers, Greg Valentine versus George Steele, Two, Skull, Two Cold Scorpio um, versus Julio Fantastico, Bushwhacker, that's the match that I remember so much, the Bushwhackers 
versus the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. It was so bad. Ugh. Tully and Stan Lane, Abdullah and One Man Gang. I remember that. That was a train wreck too. Um, Snuka and Bob Orton and Neidhart and Bundy versus Jake and Yokozuna. Who God, thought this was a dang, good idea dude. in 1991? They didn't give a shit. They just said, eh, well, they're stars. I'm going to listen to Dutch Mantel's take on it. He he did record some audio on his YouTube channel. I, I still need to give that a listen. Um, I yeah. said I was going to do it last week. but So, all right, Harper says he's going to do it, but who knows? Um, we got to get him and Lady Harper to watch it. Uh, but Crockett, let you and I get it watched, and then I'll work on the superstar, uh, get him to watch this shit. Cause All right. Jesus, I, I just <laughs> need, luck. I need, I need Harper's reactions to just like the utter patheticness of it and how terrible it is. Cause nobody can react like him to, it's to, probably to just, just so shit depressing show. and embarrassing. <laughs> that could be too. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been as drunk as I saw Jake on this pay-per-view. I've been drunk before too, bro. But to carry on like that. Nah. All right. Well, on that note, it is time to get out of here. Crockett, thanks for the last two weeks. It is greatly appreciated. You did a great job. Uh, almost you, as man. good as Doc. Uh, and you've done a good job on the on the Patreon show, so that's great. And uh, we're going to get out of here. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's friggin' roll. Fuck it, bitch.